Hello, everyone. Uh, Darren Hamilton with Denman Hamilton and Associates. We are extremely excited to be with you guys today. And to my left here, I've got my partner in crime, Neil Denman. Good morning, everybody. Today, we want to talk about something that's going to be very, very beneficial to those that are business owners. Neil and myself have a passion for helping business owners be successful. Our number one mission is to empower people to be successful so that they live their best lives. So today we have a great, great treat for everyone. Today we're going to talk about this word called S-Corporation. A lot of people talk about it. A lot of people say, well, what is an S-Corporation? But the truth of the matter is they don't know the benefits of it. They don't know what it does. And today, for those that are listening, you will know exactly the benefits of an S-Corporation. Before we get started, there's a couple things that we want to just set the foundation with. Neil and myself, Neil, how long have you been in public practice? We're on to 24 years. 24 Almost years. Almost as old as you. <laughs> I'll tell you what, to put that in perspective, 24 years. I just had a 17-year-old graduate, and Neil was practicing public accounting before he was even thought about. Now... I'm a little bit newer than Neil. I've been practicing about 15 years. And before that, I was a corporate accountant with like an Altel and worked over at AT&T as well. But one of the things that Neil and myself are very, very passionate about is understanding the difference. Understanding the difference between tax strategy and tax preparation. Now, your canned providers out there, they do tax preparation. And H&R Block, Jackson Hewitt, that's what they do. And that's what he's talking about. That's really after-the-fact type information. That's you went off and you, you dropped a box off, you came back, you picked it up, and that's what it said, that's what it was. No exchange of information. Preparation, that's all it was. That's it. They prepared what you gave them. And, and that doesn't get you anything. What that gets you is frustration. What that gets you is pain. What that gets you is a willingness to want to try and do something that might not be in your best interest. So today, what we're going to talk about is the S-Corporation tax minimization strategy. So who does this benefit? If you're in business and you're profitable, this is for you. These strategies will absolutely change the way you do business. Neil. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, what is an S-Corporation? Because you, you hear a lot of people talk about it. We get a lot of calls. That people say, hey, I saw this on the Internet, or my brother has this, or my brother-in-law has that. But they really don't know what it is. So what you've got with an S-Corporation, and, and what that is, that's subchapter S of the Internal Revenue Code. And it, it is a special election that can take an existing corporation yep. and become the subchapter S. What that does is it allows all of the income from the S corporation to flow down to you as a shareholder. That's right. So what you've got is the corporation is not paying tax. You're paying tax on the business profits. If you look at that and compare that to like a C corporation, kind of the biggest drawback in comparison is in the C corporation as it stands right now is you've got the potential to have double tax. And historically we have found people don't like paying tax once. They definitely don't like paying tax twice. So if we can find a way to, you know, really maximize the rates um, and figure out the best solution to minimize your overall tax bill with just some, some paperwork, 
why would you really not consider doing that? That's uh, an excellent point. Really, because it's, it's, the actual setup is, is extremely easy to take care of. Yep. Uh, it's basically some demographic information. Uh, and you got to get registered with the various uh, Arkansas Secretary of State or whatever state you're in. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a corporation, we make the subchapter S selection on the Form 2553. Mm-hmm. It's very straightforward. Very straightforward. And it's got a, a lot of benefits uh, that we're, that we're going to get to here. So, Darren, what are some of the benefits that we've got going here? Thank you, Neil. So, so for an S corporation, it's absolutely critical that you have some characteristics as a business owner. So if you fall in these categories, you need to take advantage of what Neil's talking about. First, is your business profitable? Are you making money? So if you're making money, we can say profitability is in the eye of the business beholder. Yes, because everyone's got a different different definition of it. But what you've got to realize when you do this, there are extra costs. So we want to be sure that when we're planning for you, um, that there's the extra cost to take care of the business, the yearly fees, the tax returns, mm-hmm. that they are actually not more than the tax, com- the tax savings. Because if we did that, we would not be doing you a service. We'd be doing ourselves a service, and that's not what we're trying to do. Exactly. So we want to be sure that the benefits, the tax benefits, outweigh any costs. So we, you've got to hit some certain profitability thresholds to really make this work. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. So if your business is profitable, and we work with some very profitable businesses, doctors, restaurants, construction companies, those businesses are very profitable. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, and you have to do some self, self-examination on this, if you're able to separate business and personal and be able to work out of one bank account for business, one or two for personal, then this is a good opportunity for you. Yeah, I think it's important to understand right there is when you set this corporation up, it is a separate legal entity. It's going to have its own tax ID number. It's going to have its own bank accounts. It's going to file its own tax returns. So you've got to keep your business and your personal separate in these situations. I agree 100%. And the last thing is you have to be consistent and committed to record keeping. If you can do those things, one, your business is profitable and you're making some good resources. Two, you're able to separate sort of like what Neil was talking about. And three, you're consistent and committed to do it, following the process. The S-Corp is an ex- excellent, ex- excellent way to save on taxes. You know, one of the greatest ways to save on taxes with the S-Corporation is uh, based on what's called self-employment tax. We'll see a lot of clients come through that are profitable and they're operating as what's called a sole proprietor. Maybe they're a single-member LLC. Maybe they have no business structure. Mm-hmm. And what they're doing is they're following what's called a Schedule C on their personal tax return. They're reporting all their business income right there. Mm-hmm. So when you do that, the IRS has a special tax they're going to levy on you. It's called self-employment tax. And self-employment tax is really Social Security and Medicare tax. Yep. So if you've had a job in the past, you can look down on that first paycheck and say, man, they took 7.65% of my money. What most people don't realize is, yes, you as the employee paid 7.65%, but also the employer had to pay 7.65%. So the combined Social Security and Medicare tax and or self-employment tax is really 15.3%. 15.3%. And when you've gone out on your own as a business owner for the first time and you don't have like an S-corporation in place and you're profitable, the, the IRS has congratulations, Darren. You've been a very good entrepreneur this year. 
as a reward Give for me you. my money. We would like to charge 15.3% of your net profits for Social Security Medicare tax. Exactly. Please pay up. And that's a massive shock to a lot of people. A, a lot of people. Especially people in business for themselves for the very first time. It's a big shock. It's a big shock. And what Neil is saying is that's a way to eliminate the process. Now, I'm going to give you an example of a, a meeting. I'm going to jump to reasonable sure. compensation if, if it's okay. I had a meeting with a, a doctor that was doing really, really good. And so she was, she was extremely excited, and she said, wow, look at this tax return. And so I looked at the return, and, man, it looks good. good. Made a lot of money. <laughs> she made a lot of money. So, so, so she made a lot of money, and I think she was probably around 280 or so. And so she got around to showing how much tax she paid on that self-employment line that you were talking about. It said $25,000. $25,000. And so here's where the dilemma is. So we got to talking a little bit. And so nothing being changed with the exception of this next concept that we're going to talk about called reasonable compensation. I'm going to show you how much this doctor would have saved on a tax return. So reasonable compensation is defined by the IRS because Neil is 100% correct. That net profit from the corporation, the S corporation, is not subject to self-employment tax. That's where your big tax savings comes in. Exactly. Because you've got the ability to designate part of your uh, compensation from the business as what's called a distribution of profits and part as a salary. And that's where Darren's going to get in and talk about this is the salary parts where you've got to uh, be really careful and compliant with the IRS because only the amount that you pay yourself as a salary are going to be paying uh, Social Security Medicare tax on. And if you're listening to this podcast, that is one of the key takeaways of the podcast. Your salary is the only piece of income that's subject to that self-employment tax or the payroll taxes that Neil's talking about. So our goal is we don't want to pay too much in reasonable compensation, but we want to pay enough to where you don't get on the IRS's radar. And so that's why you need someone that can help you strategize and think of ways to creatively make sure that I'm not paying too much tax, but I'm paying the right amount of tax. And so sometimes, Neil, that, that salary is just not enough. Yeah, you're, you're not, if you're making $400,000 a year, you don't need to be paying yourself $18,000 in salary per year, right? Paying yourself a little bit more than minimum wage. Exactly. And so we also have, you mentioned a word that was good as we go on, is distributions. Distributions are untaxed when you pull it out of the business. However, they are not subject to the payroll taxes that you were talking about earlier. Right, and so we mentioned earlier that the S Corporation doesn't pay any tax by itself. All the taxes are paid by the shareholders level. So as you're making money throughout the year, even though you may not pull it out as a distribution, you may leave it in there to keep growing, you still do have to pay income tax on that. Um, but that amount's not subject to the self-employment tax when you take it out. That's, yeah. that's really key because this is really your biggest savings opportunity is dealing with the self-employment tax issue. Exactly. In addition to reasonable compensation, self-employment tax, one other thing that is just outstanding with S corporations that add value to B is some retirement strategies. And you've been in this space a pretty good 
pretty good while, and you've seen some good retirement strategies. Yeah, there's a lot you can do from a retirement planning perspective with it. You know, these are some of these are not unique just to subchapter S corporations, but they do give you some options uh, mm -hmm. to put in place. And one of the strategies that we really like to help implement, if we can come in and help devise a tax strategy to help permanently, permanently reduce your taxable income by mm -hmm. uh, the tax you pay on it by seven, eight, nine, ten thousand dollars a year, mm -hmm. why would you not take that money and invest it for your future? I agree. Because when you enroll in one of these retirement plans and start utilizing it, you could take the tax savings, you could put in the retirement plan and generate a second level of tax savings on yourself, plus tax-deferred growth for retirement. So you've got a lot of options on what you can do with your cash flow once you get this up and going. And that, that is where the value is, man. You, you hit it on the head. So, so as we get ready to wrap up, I wanted to go back to this medical example before we wrap up is... So I told you she had 25000 in tax. So when we ran through the analysis of paying reasonable compensation, like, like we talked about, nothing else changing on the tax return, she was able to save between thirteen dollars and $15,000. And that's a lot. Think about investing that for retirement each year, and your cash flow didn't change. Cash flow didn't change. Cash flow didn't change. And then you do on top of what Neil just said, you could potentially get some additional tax breaks with retirement strategies. So as I wrap up and, and hand it over to Neil, there's a couple things of compliance. Uh, Neil mentioned the 2553, and that basically allows you to get the election. But in addition to that, you do have to file a separate tax return. And you've got payroll taxes you've and got you to deal got with. So there's additional taxes. stuff you've got to do throughout the course of a year. Exactly. So the 1120S is due on March 15th, not April 15th. And so if you set that up thinking that your S-Corp return is due April 15th, you will get a penalty if you do not call, file an extension. So let's talk about, you know, who's the great candidates for this? Who'd be a great referral for you to send us, right? If you have any friends... Uh, that are in some specific industries is where being paid as an independent contractor is very common. These would be friends that are profitable real estate agents, profitable insurance agents, profitable traveling sales reps, people that have just gone out and started their own business. You know, as we've gone through this pandemic, we've seen a lot of new businesses start up. Your friends and family that are in some of these specific deals, real estate, insurance, new business startups, they would be great candidates for you to refer to us to help us walk them through this process to see if the subchapter S corporation makes economic sense for them and make sure they're doing it correctly. I agree. I agree. Great information. Well, thank you guys. We appreciate you joining us. Till next time. Thank you. Thank you.